Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who host Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FingerLakes1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. And now your host, Chris Marquardt. Good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this edition of the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast. Excited to have you along for the ride this evening. Episode number 374 on deck as we continue the run-up to Blizzard Bash. Everybody has been uh, talking about that big promotional weekend uh, transpiring over the weekend, Realistic Derby Project hosting the virtual Blizzard Bash at the virtual Stormont Vale Event Center, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Did you run it or did you work it? I worked it. I worked it. Gotcha. Where else would I be? Well, I knew you'd have something to do with it. I just figured with the the legend you've become in driving cars on the computer that you'd be out there leading a team to victory. No such fortune. Nope. I actually didn't even get asked because I was told you're going to be at the microphone, and it was a ton of fun. It was good. We're, good. Going, to, we're going to be catching up with uh, Cody Coke here at the end of the show to talk a little bit about that with the Realistic Derby Project. We're also going to be talking with uh, TJ McCulloch. He's going to be breaking away for a few minutes from his uh, preparation for the event with Buried Alive and Dead Man Derby down in Cumberland. But in the interim, before all of that stuff, couple things that we want to try to get to. Among them, uh, we want to catch up with Bo Lockwood, who's getting ready to head down to the uh, the Dead Man Derby. Should be fun. Um, uh, before we get into that stuff, a couple little things we want to take care of. Uh, Northeast, of course, remembering Cliff Donnelly this weekend. Uh, Cliff uh, succumbing to COVID. It was, uh, it was a tough break uh, to learn about that. That guy, um, the... I don't think he ever had a turn in life that wasn't a tough one. Yeah, he, for he sure. Had a very, very tough, uh, tough going, tough guy, uh, gritty guy. Um, did some door wraps for him. Did some roof signs for him. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember at the, the, I think it was the Kings of Old School team show. He was one of the drivers that had the crash course cars. Mm-hmm. And we did that yep. with with yep. Josh and uh, I think it was uh, Joe Backus and uh, Adrian Gilbert had the third one. And 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 Cliff thought that was just so cool. Uh, Loved the Mopars. I remember mm-hmm. he had, I think it was an Aspen. Yep. I want to say that was one of the cars. That, that was the picture that was circulating. I remember the car, but I couldn't remember for sure what it was. Yep. And just just a, just a generally a, a pretty good guy. Yeah, um, he's a good dude. Certainly certainly going to be missed. For sure. For sure. Uh, you know, obviously our uh, our thoughts with her are with his family. Um, but, yeah, like you said, Cliff, is, Cliff had it rough for a long time. And he, he didn't bitch. He didn't complain. He just went out and you know, lived as normal of a life as he could. So definitely thoughts and prayers with his family. You know, he, we talk about underlying conditions and things, and, and his his situation has been chronicled fairly well. Had to get out of the derby a couple times uh, to, to preserve his health. Had had some things go on, and and I'd like to think that instead of that being an underlying condition that, that caused a detriment that, that hopefully – the, the stuff that he went through earlier in his in his life uh, bought him some extra time so that he got to enjoy Demolition Derby again, got to be around it and stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, definitely leaving a hole in a lot of hearts in the Northeast here, um, living without Cliff Donnelly. So certainly, uh, as you said, our thoughts, condolences, and uh, well wishes out to those that are left behind, and hopefully, um, hopefully he can find a little smoother path now. You know, no doubt, no doubt. But uh, Corey Beal, he's had some loss too up in his life. We're thinking about him, um, Corey. 
works extensively with the Realistic Derby Project and was giving away some skins to Wheelman Awards and, and, and hard hitters and stuff. And he, uh, he endured a little bit of loss last week, so we're thinking about him. Um, had a chance to trade some messages and, and, and chatter and banter with him, which for whatever reasons, the way that, that life overlaps and stuff, we just don't generally get to do. So that was kind of fun to, to kind of get to know Corey a little bit better. Over the weekend with the virtual Blizzard Bash stuff, that was fun. Um, and uh, on the on the topic of that, well, we'll save that. We'll we'll, we'll double back to that. I got to get Bo Lockwood on the phone, Guy Raymond, remembering uh, uh, Cliff Donnelly. I can't tell what color. I think it's I think it's green and black hearts. I don't know if it's green and black or if it's green and purple. With the the, the screen here isn't new. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> The crash course colors aren't orange on gotcha. the screen. <laughs> so that uh, happens. Guy Raymond, he's there. Um, Tommy Stark coming Picked up, up with another, another win. And I think he just lost his mother-in-law as well. Really? Yeah. I think I saw something about him losing his mother-in-law as well. I, I didn't realize that. That's yeah, tough. almost positive. That's tough. Yes. That's no good at all. Nope. Well, Bo Lockwood is talking about taking a car down. And I, a couple of weeks ago, Bo put up a picture of a very, very nice round back. Well, they you know, that's what Bo's thinking. So I, I, I don't know exactly what, what was happening. That's just one of the that. ones in the backyard. Yeah, just one of the many, right? So I don't know if that's the car that he's bringing down there or uh, if, no. that had a, if that had a different Bo's thing. been working on that wagon since last year that he's yeah. taken down there. <laughs> he ended up fourth place last year. And I'm afraid that maybe we got a dead battery situation because now it's not even connecting. Gonna have to use a cell phone. We've done that in the past. It's been a little while. <laughs> that or <laughs> if he's where Bo lives, if he takes two steps outside of his door, he has five bars of service. If he goes inside of his garage, it's like a dead zone. So. Yeah, Bo <laughs> is kind of God's country. Last <laughs> I knew, anyway. I'm not sure. I mean, I assume he's still in that place. Yeah, Bo had a uh, Bo had a real good run last year. Dead man. Um, early oh. on, yeah, early on, he lost a, a right front tire. And uh, suspension and stuff, and he, uh, you know, he he definitely would have been one of the cars to beat. He, you know, as as we know, Bo's a, a, a you know pretty voracious builder and uh, you know an excellent driver as well. Um, so yeah, he's I'm sure he's you know going back looking for uh, trying to look for a little bit of uh, redemption. He's not the guy you want to give more motivation to. No, <laughs> uh, Mad Mike as he was getting ready and uh, took his Cadillac for a test drive and promptly broke the case off his transmission. So that's his dead man car. Yes. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, that was last week that happened. So I'm why sure by now. With, and and t- don't take this wrong because I'm not picking on Mike, but why is it that that's another guy that cannot? No matter, he could have started building that car last April, and this would have happened. But you know what? I, I, honestly, I think what it is is Mike builds, I don't know, 50, 60 demo cars a year, and they have got building those Fords down to a science. I think for these big shows, he should pull that. Whatever he's going to bring, pull it in on Monday, and it'll be ready on Friday <laughs> and good to go. And he'll, you know, it's it's when he gets to put too much time into it or does put too much time into it, he seems to have bad luck. But yes, Mike will be there and be ready. We, we know that. Luck, he'd have no luck at all. Mike is Mike is definitely a uh, you know one of those derby guys for sure. All right, let's see. Bo's outside standing in the rain right now. <laughs> well, at least it's not snowing. I mean, you know, up on top of the mountain. You know what might be happening? He's bear hunting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Trying down into big Bruin. There we go. I think we got him now. Maybe, maybe. 
So yeah, Tommy Stark one. Uh, hey, bro. Let me put you in. Smash it. Release some of their rules for next year. If you're checking any of that stuff out. We'll probably dive into that a little bit here as we get further into the show. Uh, let's see. Now it's now it's me that we're waiting on. Bo is joining us on the line. Bo Lockwood, how are you, man? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? What's going on, Bo? So we were debating on which one of the uh-huh. roundbacks you were bringing. <laughs> I don't know. I I went to I found the rustiest one I could find, and I figured I'd put it together for this one. See, we all know that's <laughs> not true because you wouldn't buy anything with rust on it. So we know that's not true. <laughs> oh, I got a few of them that are rusty, but uh, but no, this is uh, we got we got two of them coming to this show, so it's it should be interesting to see what happens here. Wow, nice. Wayne Wayne Sabins is in the chat saying that. Uh, Bolock was the guy that they kept telling to hit last year because he was sandbagging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know what happened. I something happened with my throttle. I couldn't uh, couldn't get it to work. So I, I hate it when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but when that happens and they hand you a ten thousand dollar check, the bank still cashes it, right? I'll tell you what that uh, that lady, that bank teller, she uh, she's never once asked me if uh, if I hit somebody really hard or. Or not hard at all, so uh, <laughs> it's all good on that end. You ain't kidding. You are not kidding, my friend. So, well, you've been around yeah. Derby for. Uh, go ahead. Nope, nope. Go ahead. Go with it. You've been around Derby a long time, and and we've had these conversations of how the 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 sport has evolved in in uh, the different steps with with Metal Mayhem, and we've seen what what Smash It has been able to do in terms of expanding the bash for cash and. And the longer we, we go down the timeline of Demolition Derby, the, the more big shows continue to come to the coast. Um, and you guys have had your opportunities to do all sorts of big stuff with the Keystone Nationals in Pennsylvania. Uh, and here we are looking at another gigantic fall show. It, 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 Derby doesn't even stop. I mean, as, as, a, as a fan of the sport, as a driver of the sport, as a promoter of the sport, What's your take on this and, and, and how things have exploded and, and what TJ has been able to do with, with the program down there in Maryland? Oh, my. It's, I mean, you know, it was funny. I was, I was telling uh, the guys in the garage the other day, I said back in, my God, 2003, 2004, you know, I was looking at what I had in the yard. I had a couple wagons, and, and I thought to myself, I said, you know, I said, it's, this is over soon. There's no way we're going to be running – these kind of cars here in the next five years even you know and let alone all these big money derbies showing up and all these uh yeah it just to me it, it, it's great i mean it, it just shows professionalism I, I you guys know i'm not really a fan of, of the county fair level and right anytime you can put together you know more of a more of a professional approach to this sport i mean that's what we're looking for i mean that's 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 how you attract big money sponsors that's how you attract you know at least get this sport out of the the typical, you know, hillbilly redneck genre that we're in and kind of get us into more of a, you know, hey, this this platform deserves a, a higher, you know, a higher setting because it really does. I mean, if you look at the creativity with these guys and the promoters that are putting up the money they are, the drivers that are putting the amount of money into the cars that, mm-hmm. that, that you're seeing, it's this is, I mean, I come from a circle track world too and I'm telling you, this, it, it's, it, it's, neck and neck <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. it's pretty pretty wild 
Right, and you also start looking at some of the some of the promotional materials from the '80s. It's sort of the same thing. It's yeah. a thousand to win shows and stuff like that back then. Mm-hmm. You know, circle track or oh, yeah. or demolition derby, and, yep. and it's and it's really just turned the corner the last couple of year. Turned the corner the last couple of years with, you know, the stuff that Dirt Car is doing with the short track super series and, mm-hmm. and being able to get those purses up out yep. of kind of the stone ages. Yeah, no doubt, as it were. Um, yeah, it's it, it, it definitely making promoters get creative. You know, uh, it, it's cool to see TJ doing some of the things he does. You know, obviously his show is, is not anywhere close to your normal, your derby that you, you would go to. I mean, they threw curveballs at me the entire time I was down there last fall. And, and even though it, it completely upset me, it, it still pulls me back in. <laughs> you know, it's not just your, it's just not your standard derby. Uh, if, if you're going to win there, well, you earned it. You know, you did no, something that... Uh, you kept you kept going through the curveballs and you kept doing the things that uh, that he's throwing at you. Well, if you if you at the end of the night if you win that deal, I'd say you deserve it. For sure. How about you? As but a... that's the thing, you know. For for me, that's the thing that promoters have to do. I mean, if you looked in the grandstands, you know, they between booing me and screaming for those reapers or whatever he calls them. I mean, it, it, those fans were going insane. <laughs> so it was. I mean, as a promoter, what more could you want? I, I, I think uh, I think that's that's the steps that that this sport is going to have to take. You're you're really going to have to be creative and do things a little bit outside of the box because these fans, and we all know that's where the money comes from. Yep. These fans are not going to continue to uh, to support promoters if if they see this typical, you know, just typical format that we're all used to. True. As a as a driver, do you like the curveballs? I hate it. I hate it. I <laughs> you know I, I spend I, I like to have I like to have my cars done a little early so I can spend a good part of my week just kind of getting in the right mindset and you know I'll spend all week just trying to calm myself down and, and get into a mode to where you know nothing nothing really nothing really bothers me too much and then I show up and you know <laughs> every curveball can be thrown just throws me right out of my groove so and it, and it worked me over last year i mean i got in some bad situations ended up losing steering and well the rest is history but uh it, it's kind of hard to, as a competitor it's kind of hard to to shy away from that when when it's a challenge I, that, that kind of stuff's fun but i i if you're asking me would i prefer the old school well absolutely i I, I like not having uh, anything wild thrown at me two seconds before I go into the ring. <laughs> that's that's one thing I was talking with Brett after uh, after the run last year, and that's what he said is that you know some of the some of the the, the curves that TJ threw he wasn't a big fan of, but he's like you know you're there you, you got to you know everybody's in the same boat y'all got to deal with it. So, um, but you know obviously <laughs> Brett's going back as well. So yeah. you're you not know. loading up because of a curveball. Yeah, yeah, so I, I, it's it's you know. Definitely. I mean, I would say as long as he doesn't get too stupid with them. You know, I have. You know, he always promotes it and plans. He says, "Yeah, I have no idea what's going on," and or you know, he had no idea what he's going to do next. Well, I'm cool with that. I'm all. I'm all about that kind of stuff. But as long as it doesn't get to the point where it's, uh, you know, junk in my stuff in the first couple minutes, and somebody else is able to just skate through the feature, that's that's where it get hairy. But. You know, TJ's a professional. He knows what he's doing, and I, I don't think he would ever throw anything at us like that. So I no. that's why I feel safe and confident that this is going to be a good one. Yeah, for sure. And that's, I mean, I you know, I, I watched it last year, um, you know, after um, on, on the replays and stuff, and it was it was definitely a good show. I mean, there was, 
you know, there was there was every type of drive in there that you want. I mean, there was guys that were, you know, junk and cherry Cadillacs and three, four shots, and there was guys with suicides that were driving smart, and, you know, there was guys with suicides, junk and stuff, and, you know, it was, you know, there was guys, you know, it, it had everything that you need for, you know, in my humble opinion, uh, to have a good derby, so, um, you know, the and, and you could hear the crowd, so, I mean, that's always good when the crowd's making noise, um, so, you know, I, I think he's. I think he's definitely got something good going. Um, hopefully, this year, you know, continues with that, and it, it only continues to grow. Yeah, it's that's for sure. I mean, it's. I can tell you from experience. I've I've never had cars fly past me as fast as I had down there. <laughs> I, I mean, I I've been a dirt late model, and I I got spun coming out of one of the turns, and I can remember. I mean, my car shut off immediately, and it you know I was in the down in the turn. And I have, I have had late models fly past me at full speed, and I'm telling you, I had a couple caddies go past me down there at that derby. That if they weren't if they weren't as fast, they were they were just a little slower. It was insane how fast those cars were going. <laughs> That's terrific. You just pray, you know. You just pray that one one's not eyeing you up. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's that's what? you know, obviously, like we've mentioned, you've you've been around derby for a long time. How? How long does it take you to weigh the benefits against the negatives and running a wagon? Because I mean, you know, most places guys take a wagon. You know, they're they're kind of a, a of the odd man out. I mean, they they kind of you know guys want to pillar park and guys want to take the big shots on the wagon. Um, I mean, you have to think about that a little bit as you're getting ready. Well. For me, I mean, yeah, I mean, you get into a big track and you get into some guys that, you know, that want to put a show on, want to bend these posts and, you know, make it seem like they're they're really doing something. But in reality, all they're doing is helping me out. Yeah. I mean, that's, the quicker I can get this body scraped off the off in every and out of everybody's eyes, the better off I am. You know, they they want to keep packing those posts in, let them do it because eventually they're going to get to my frame rails and with this. Uh, with this roll package, those rails aren't bending. So, yeah. <laughs> in a way, you know, keep doing me a favor. Keep driving them posts as deep into me as you can because I do laugh a little bit every time I get hit there. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, and that, I mean, we've, we've had the discussion with other guys, the other wagon guys, and they, you know, they, they kind of all say the same thing. As long as, as long as it's a pretty good roll package, you know, you can keep the, the rear frame rail straight and, you know, the body's kind of a, eh, whatever sort of deal. You know, you hope it, but you bend, it bends the way you want, and then you go back in and, and uh, you know, you, you do a little fine-tuning on it for the feature, and usually they're they're pretty stout in the back end. Yeah, and that's, that's the thing. I mean, every car has, has its positives and negatives. And, and for me, you know, a, a wagon just in the back end, they just they last all night long. And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. And you can go to any style of rolls. You can go to bone stock rolls all the way up to the – the heavy modified stuff it just seems you know gms in general but it, it just seems that a good wagon it's built right it has a good drivetrain in it it just always seems to be there in the end and uh i i don't try to i don't try to mess with uh with you know with what usually happens i don't try to reinvent the wheel and and with that said it, it, it just usually it, it just usually pans out you know that's not saying that something bad doesn't happen to them here and there but uh usually if you pick a you pick up a good clean wagon and 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 it, especially if you can if you're if you're all right with taking a few good shots well you'll you'll be all right you'll be okay yep so i don't know if you caught that 
we started talking, it was a rusty wagon. And now it's like, you got to find a good clean one. you got to find a good clean one. All the wagon people that we talked to, always say, you want to find a rusty one because all that means is metal repair. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, metal repair is, is, a, is a great thing, especially in our sport. But at, at the same time, I don't know if any of you guys have ever spent about 40 hours working on a, trying to repair rust in the back of a wagon. There's a lot of other things in this life I would rather do. <laughs> and that's for sure. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, the, I think a lot of guys in uh, Ohio make a, a living out of that. They uh, <laughs> they all seem to have rusty wagons when they when they come pulling them into to uh, bash for cash. They've all done their uh, rust repair and all the strategic points. But uh, yeah, it, you know it's oh, it's crazy. Yeah. It is. It's, but I mean, it's just, it's the sport, man. You know, and it's we we've touched on it a million times. You know, I mean, you know, you you got to fix a car to to get it where you want it. And you know, when you're going to a show this big, you know, maybe maybe you know you do push the rules a little bit because you know everybody else is. So, you know, it's it's there's a lot of work that goes into a show like this, man. It's uh, you know, it's there. There's no just knocking the windows yeah, out and thinking you're going to compete. Yeah, these these. These shows are no joke, especially when you get into the the super stock deal. You know, you're 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 restricted on what you can do, but you're also allowed to do quite a bit. So yep. you really need to make sure you read the rules. And uh, and a buddy of mine just stopped by the the garage just a few minutes ago, just to once mine over before I put it in the trailer, and and he picked up on a few things that that I just wasn't looking at. So it's those little minute details that if you can if you can finish them all up, you should stand a pretty good chance. Yep. The sum of all parts, right? Sum of all parts. You aren't going to find one big thing, but if you find four or five little ones, it'll add up to a big one. So, yep. Are you, you know. still running the yeah, Super it's, Late it's amazing. It's amazing when you, you, know, you build a car and you look at it for six months and just sit there and look and look and look and you spend all your time on it. It's amazing the things that your eye misses. And oh, yeah. somebody can just walk in that knows what they're doing and just point a, a few things out to you and you're like, you're just thankful for that person to be able to come in and, you know, and, and show you those things that you just, just straight out miss. Yeah. You know, and I, and I think sometimes that, that, you know, building over such a long period of time, um, I, I think that happens because, you know, you get used to looking and you kind of have an idea of what you want to do and, you know, but, you know, somebody, like you said, somebody that comes in and has a little different eye and a little different style goes, hey, what about that? Or, hey, how about this? And, you know, it's and that that's something else I've learned is you know this this game is always it's always a learning game. You know, there's there's always something new you can do. There's always a you know, so it's yeah. And the minute you think you have it all cornered and everything done perfect, somebody else is going to come out and show you otherwise. So oh yeah, it's, uh, it's always it's it's a fun part of this sport. You know, it's it's definitely a, an aggressive and an ever evolving and changing sport. So if you don't. You don't stay on top of it. You find yourself in a real mess in a hurry. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, now we've we've touched on you know you've you've built different different styles of, of cars over the years and you know you've I'd say you've had a little bit of success here and there. Have you ever considered building one of the O three newer Fords? Have you ever looked one of those over and thought about it? Uh, uh, you know, we call them shit boxes around here. Um, <laughs> you know, I feel the same they, way, uh, but I'm not a builder, so I figured I'd ask you because you're a builder. <laughs> Uh, honestly, and I'll, and I'll admit this straight out, I had one pulled in the garage over the spring. Um, I got the frame three-quarters of the way done, and I just couldn't handle it anymore. I hooked a chain to it and ripped it right out of the garage. 
<laughs> I, they just, uh, That's they're great. just not my style. They're just not my thing. Uh, you know, some people have amazing luck with them. Yep. They're hard cars. Uh, I, no, no O3, none, none of that stuff for me. That's when, what I like uh, to hear. When these wagons are all gone, I'm gone too. I have I have no interest in in, in anything outside of what I run. I guess. That, you know, that's I, and that's you know I can understand that completely. I mean, that's you know I've, I've obviously I've you know been to a few derbies this year and I watch them on TV and you know on YouTube and stuff and you know it, it just it's getting to be more and more all Crown Vicks and it just it's not as fun for me as watching the old iron. You know what I mean? It just doesn't. It just doesn't do it for me the same way. Now, you know, you, you go to Blizzard Bash or something like that, and, you know, obviously, you know, they're they're sort of, a, you know, the, the, the car just, you know, out there sort of. And, you know, but it just, it, it's not the same seeing 25 Crown Vicks beat on each other as it is, you know, 10 Mopars and 10 Chrysler Wag or, you know, 10 Chevy Wagons. And, yeah, you know, it's course. just not the same. Well, even when it... Even when it comes down to building these things, you know, I a lot of people say that how expensive it is to run old iron, and I agree. I mean, it's ridiculous how expensive it is to be in this sport. But you know, even putting that frame together, if you're putting, if you're using reputable parts, now obviously anybody can build, you know, their own stuff and, and do just as well. But you know, if you're if you're building using reputable parts from these manufacturers, you know, I, between you know, between ball joints, between new struts, uppers, lowers, you know, <laughs> and then you get into the, the uh, watts conversion brackets and then the, the good trailing arms. And uh, before you know it, I mean, I almost had as much tied up into the frame of one of these things as I would, would have had in a wagon. Yep. So it's, it, it, it almost it, it, it makes you wonder, like, what are what really, is it the money or is it just, I don't know. It's, you can go a million ways with this stuff, and I think it all boils down to what do you truly like, yeah. and what what are you passionate about, and that's what you go with. You know, that's that's the thing. Like you know, and I, I had, you're the first one that's that's actually verbalized that. You know, but everybody talks about how expensive old iron is. So you know, you go buy a Crown Vic, and let's say you you spend six hundred bucks on a Crown Vic, but like you said, by the time you buy all those parts. To make that, you know, to, to for that Crown Vic to reach its potential, you got you got a nice little pile of, of cash sitting there. You know what I mean? It's yeah. So it's yeah, it, it's no joke. It, yeah. it, it's these cars, and especially the ones that are competitive. Yeah, you know, it's it's yeah. it, they're no joke. These things, everybody says they're cheaper, and they may be when you're when you go to the lot to buy one for you know five seven hundred dollars. Yep. You really think you're getting a bargain? Yep. Unless you have all them parts to to bolt on there. You might as well just go find yourself an old school GM and and let it roll. Yep, I agree. I agree. But but it's all what you want, you know. And I, and that that is one other part of the sport that I love. Everybody has their I, I just call it a flavor. Everybody has their flavor, yep. you know. I I have parts. My rear ends are set up. My everything's set up for wagons, and that's what I run. Yep. If I was to run anything else, even a sedan, I I, I, I would have to reinvent everything I got. Yep. So to me, it just makes more sense to spend a little bit of money, you know, ahead of time. Yep. And then uh, just move right into making my life just a little bit easier. Absolutely. Now, do you have? And I've I've talked to other wagon guys. Do you have a specific model that you prefer, or no? 
as far as the wagons? Uh, as long as it's a, uh, as long as it's a 71, 72, or a 73, I'm happy. Okay. I, I don't care make or model. Obviously, the, the Chevys, you know, there's so many different parts and pieces. And, you know, I do, I do frame shop. I mean, I'm, I hardly ever, I, I make sure that I have a certain kind of frames I like to run. I have a certain kind of bodies. But the bodies are just typically one, twos, and threes. Yep. Gotcha. Understand. Yeah. Yep. Very busy. And unfortunately, too. I'm running a 74. So, <laughs> so we'll see how that works out. Well, hopefully it it, uh, it goes your way. Looking to get on the get on the podium this time. Um, what's it going to take to keep the steering in it? Oh my gosh, me to keep my head. <laughs> you know, if I can uh, if I can stay uh, if I can stay calm and and stay collected, we should be okay in this one. It's uh, we'll see what happens though. It looks like the weather forecast. Uh, I you know as a promoter, I used to hate rain. But as a driver, especially on a track that big, and, and we all know what happens to packed, packed in clay when it gets wet, starts to get a little bit greasy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, when it's dry, there's not much I can do about my surroundings, but it's wet. When it is wet, I can start to, you know, it starts to even out the odds a little bit. Those cars that are hard up front, they don't, they don't carry as much strength as they would as, as much as what I would have. So right uh i'm gonna pray for a little bit of rain and if i don't get it well we'll be okay anyhow but uh if we do get it i think life's looking pretty good for for the wagons you said that when the wagons run out then uh then you're gonna maybe take your exit from demolition derby you've, you've come back to it a couple times um my, my first question there was as we wrap up here is are you still doing the stuff with the late models Actually, uh, I'm, my plan is to make that exit pretty quick here, maybe even and probably this year, yeah. because uh, this the dirt track stuff starting to starting to look pretty appealing again. I'm, <laughs> um, you know, I'm just laying in the dirt and welding and grinding and torching all day long. It, it's starting to get old. <laughs> and, uh, if you're doing that stuff on a late model, you got big problems. So right. <laughs> I, True. I think I'm probably going to make that move. I'm gonna make that move a lot sooner than uh, than most people realize. Well, that, uh, that sort of heads off my next question. Then is uh, is it something that we're going to see with enough bigger shows close to home? Is there any likelihood that we're going to see you venturing out to some of these other bigger shows that are happening outside of the regular season? You know, there's all sorts of options in January and February now. There's there's of course this time of year everybody's talking about making the trip out to Topeka. Bash for Cash has all sorts of different options stuff available. Is that something that's on the radar, or are we just going to wrap up what we got here and get back to the circle tracks? Um, you know, I don't know. I don't. Looking forward, I have a few cars left, you know, so it, it'd almost be a shame to not use them up. Right. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, obviously, the big shows are always, you know, have a special place for me. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can get all fired up and all nerved up and. And that that's where it's at, you know. And it, it, the county fair level used to do it for me. And and once I, you know, you started to lose that feeling a little bit, then I ventured into some bigger shows, and I got that feeling back again. And <laughs> you know, and I just uh, it'll definitely be bigger shows if I run again. But uh, it's 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 looking like this circle track car is definitely gonna it, it's going to take a little bit of my time here moving forward. Sure thing. Well, hopefully you can go out with a bang. Uh, we look forward to hearing some information about some good luck for you down there at Buried Alive too. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, I got uh, I got the big boys with me. I got I got Redline. Even Brent Johnson. He's uh, he's pulling my catering wagon down. So I <laughs> nice. I got my good luck charm with me. 
Good yeah, man. he's uh, he's going to be with me. So Redline, there. It's it's always nice when you know a lot of people always say about their engine builders, you know, how they got the best. Well, I do, and and mine travels with me. So uh, I, I really like that. And you know, Casey and Chance with FMW, they're always with me, and it's uh, it's kind of hard to hard to not feel anything but positive with uh, with the right crew with you. So I'm looking forward to it, and we'll get down there and see what happens. Excellent. Awesome, Bo. We wish you the best of luck. Always good to catch up with you. And uh, I'll probably be calling you here before too long to find out more about that late model as that gets a little closer, too. <laughs> hey, anytime. I like talking that kind of stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. So, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. And uh, if, I, if you guys are down there, I'll see you. But if not, well, hopefully we're talking soon. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. man. You take care. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Have a good one. Thank you. you. There goes Bo Lockwood checking in. I hope he does well down there. I hope. Well, I hope everybody does well. I mean, that's. I get in trouble when I say sentences yeah. like that. It's hard. I mean, we we you know we know a couple drivers. We know a couple a uh, couple of the competitors. So it's hard to. We wish they all have a great show. Just have a good show. Everybody yeah. get back safe. Somebody a little bit more rich. Um, boy, it is. It, it's been busy in the chat. I'm going up here to the top. Scott Drevenak checking in. Hopefully, he's still with us and he didn't move on. Alex Vasco, uh, Port Chop, hanging out out there. Scott Kiefer saying, "Good win this Sunday." Did you play Giants. this Sunday? Oh, oh. <laughs> he referenced the Giants further down. <laughs> Tyler Smay, he's trying to get his dead man car finished up. Uh, I think. Uh, Guy Raymond's getting ready to go down there. Like we talked about, Mike DeFrisco is making the trip down. It's, it is going to be busy. Hunter Wood checking in. We talked about Wayne Sabins. <laughs> Somebody checked uh, uh, Wayne Sabins by saying, Boozer still cheers. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dale Pollock, he's in the chat. Uh, Chris Polly asking, who's ready for Blizzard Bash? I think everybody's ready for Blizzard Bash. Uh, TJ says he's going to make sure that everybody suffers equally. <laughs> 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 That's the spirit. Wayne Saban says, "If it's anything like No Mercy, it's gonna it's gonna hurt." Yeah, it's probably probably the case. Uh, it's fast track and hard hitting. Says Brian Collins, Eugene Williams. This is this is one of the best comments that we've had so far. The biggest problem for the sport is that people put down the kick the glass out and go classes. I don't think that that's the biggest problem facing it, but Mm -hmm. the fact that one class uh, tends to look down on others as being not as good or not as valued, it's still entertainment, Mm -hmm. it's still the show, and what direction is the sport trending right now? It's heading back towards the stock stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, who's got the most entries at Bash for Cash? The 80s wire class. So, yeah, I mean... I. I like seeing cars that are falling apart when the derby's over with. Yes. And the kick the glass out cars are falling apart when the yes, derby's over with. Who's ready to watch Vix and Imps on Sunday? That's Brian Collins. Need lots of rain. The promoters never use enough water on the track. There's safety to be, uh, to be tended to. Alex Vasco getting ready to go down there. Larry Sullivan checking in. And uh, Matt Evans, make junk and be safe. Running through all of that stuff. So real quick, um, before we dive into some of the ad spots, the, the – Smash season has come to a close. Many thanks to all the sponsors and fans that had made the season possible. Let's get that out of the way. The season wrapped up October the 23rd with a fall cleanup show at the uh, Fat County Fairgrounds in Washington Courthouse, Ohio. That was the most recent event. Modified Klazak lease. Got the win over Kurt Turner. Uh, Curtis Turner. Is that the NASCAR guy? Probably not. Probably not. That guy's dead. Any of your pro stock. Brett Petro got the win over Case Back. 
Full-size trucks, Matt Clinard got the win over Tim uh, Selt Smash at Mini Cars. Jordan Rutherford got the win over David Tillery and Jaron Rutherford. That's all the uh, HTRC reunion there in the, the Smash at Compact. Street Stock, full-size Heat Seth Vickers got the win over Matt Tackett. Uh, number two for the Street Stock, full-size Bryce Clifton over Jeremy Singleton. Ricky Harmer over, uh, Hammer over J.D. Lorene in the uh, Street Stock Mini Car. Charlie Richards got a win in mini number two over Tyler Carver. Tyler Collins over Jacob Evans in number three. Street Stock, minivan truck SUV. Dusty Fout over Don Bunn. Youth mini Mason Stacey over Scott Drevenak and Mitch Adams for Smash It. Uh, the updated point standings are as follows. Steven Sickles, 196, 166 points. Mason Stacey jumping up to second place in the virtual unified point series standings with 96 points terry body with 90 terry right there on mason's heels there are only four shows to go dan roos is fourth with 74 ricky duggins taking uh fifth place from tj mcculloch with 66 you can stay up to date online with the 527 unified series on 527 unified next event is going to be buried alive the 29th through the 31st in cumberland maryland with dead man demolition derbies after that november the 6th is buchanan edwards winter destruction then coke promotions turkey derby in connorsville indiana the 27th and 28th and young and reckless winter war zone in white pine tennessee will finish the season on the 24th or excuse me, on the 4th of December. We've been talking a lot about it. Blizzard Bash 2.0, Wednesday the 10th. This live heat draws at 8 p.m. Thursday, national qualifying team round number one. On Thursday the 11th, the 12th of November's national and qualifying round number two, 80s bone stock and the street stock weld on the program there. Double program on Saturday. Compact and limited weld team opening rounds in the morning with trucks and limited weld uh, events going off. And then the national qualifying B features compact and limited weld B features mod and front wheel drive hobo stock also on the card for the afternoon. Sunday, November the 14th, the 14 features championship Sunday, the limited welds, the compacts, qualifying and national team, plus the two man extreme classes for additional details and streaming information. Visit blizzardbash.com. All right. The six is right on time. We covered all of that stuff. Uh, 12,000 win super stocks at the graveyard rumble for uh, TJ McCulloch. We'll be talking with him here in just a few minutes. Graveyard Rumble, Joker Compact Rumble, 12,000 win super stocks. That's no joke. We talked about the Unified Point Series and uh, Jeffy's Fab Farm. Jeffy's Fab Farm, he's getting, he's, he's been busy. There's something going on down there. I think he's, he's making space in the shop for something. There's something be, big. Something's going on down there. Uh, oh, right. I'm sorry. Tiffany Co- uh, Coke checking in. That that show did move. The Turkey Derby is going to be in Wabash, Indiana. I remember there was something going on there. I can't remember what the circumstances were, but that, that show did move. i got to fix that. Uh, Jeffy's Fab Farm, jeffysfabfarm.com, industry leader in all manner of purpose-built parts. He had a picture of one of the Jeffy's Fab Farm LSs in a road car, and yeah. some, some people were kind of scratching their head about why a Derby engine was in a, a road car. It's like, well, he does everything. <laughs> and he, if it has a motor, he can put one in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeffy's Fab Farm, they got the Camry in the Box campaign. That's good for the compact guy. His retail price of five twenty-five. You need to make sure you ask about the multi-fit shifter options, rear end stacks, you name it. He's got it. Turnkey solutions for wins. It's consistent results across North America. Make a phone call. Check them out. JeffyStaffFarm.com. And then Smith Metalworks. We heard talk about them when uh, Bo was on. They're going to be making the trip down to Buried Alive with Bo Lockwood, all-purpose fab shop. And it's taking the Northeast by storm. They're also going to be working on Blizzard Bash cars as they're getting ready to make the trip out to Topeka. Mm-hmm. They got the super stock bumper. It can be run loaded or run hollow. Uh, cut it down so you can put it on a compact. They've got current door skins, battery boxes, mounting systems for engines, pedal combos, and shifters. 
everything that you could need, want, or ask for. GM Floor Liners, that's how you fix those rusty wagons. Yes, it is. <laughs> In-person locations for pickup in Mercer, Uniontown, Bethlehem, SmithMetalWorks.info. They can get it shipped right to your door. All right, so we covered all of that stuff. Everybody loves to hear from the local trains as they work their way through. We got we got stars sent on the train. I mean, we need. <laughs> I'll take it. Whatever, <laughs> whatever works. All right. Yeah. So uh, Tiffany will make that correction here on that as well. So we're gonna get TJ on the phone real quick. He'll he'll pop in for a minute, and then uh, we'll be on our way to catching up with um, Cody Coke. Anything good going on over there? Are you checking your Insta account? No. What's that? <laughs> Instagram. Hey. Excuse me. TJ joining us. TJ, uh, Bo sounds pretty excited about the show. And uh, I saw your comment about everybody is going to uh, suffer equally. Uh, care to tip your hand at all on any of the surprises? Oh, well, I can tell you this much. Uh, one of the great things about throwing surprises and wrenches into everybody's you know plans and doing all the evil stuff, as they say, that I like to do is sometimes less is more. Just knowing that they're thinking I might completely mess with them is just enough joy to keep me up at night. So <laughs> I'm having a blast. I might not be doing anything at all. Um, I might be doing five different things. But my, when I say, you know, we hate everybody equally, everybody will suffer equally, what I mean by that is I can assure you that anything that we will do, and I think that's one thing that every driver would appreciate, is that if it affects me, it needs to affect everybody exactly the same and that's one thing we always make sure that we do um any ideas that i come up with i do always check and say listen is there anything that could you know awkwardly affect you know one driver compared to the next et cetera, et cetera. and at the end of the day you know if one driver doesn't like to drive hard and i say you know what we're going to pay five thousand dollars for a reaper tonight um yeah they're not going to enjoy that but everybody can go for that 5,000, you know, like, so you just never know what what i'm going to do or, or what i'm not going to do and it might just have the same effect so uh, I was texting back and forth with Triple H, as I often do on Monday mornings, and uh, I, I was told that you've approached the idea of a Halloween Havoc-type spin-the-wheel from the old WCW, um, spin-the-wheel stuff from the pay-per-views, and you know, one of them is going to be screwdriver or tire, and you have to pick the corner. So they go out with a flat tire, and there's going to be all this. Is, that, is there any truth to that? Like, have you got... Halloween I don't know who you were talking to, but I had a serious wheel conversation with some one, one of the drivers that was running the show, and I, I just said, listen, we might line you up in four lines, and there's going to be a big giant wheel at the front, and I'm going to say, you can park in any line you want, but you seal your own fate. When I spin that wheel, that <laughs> it's going to match up to line number one, and that's what you're going to do. I might say, hey, listen, you're going to go in there, you, we're going to take three Reapers out of ten cars or whatever we're going to do. I, who knows? I mean, a wheel sounds cool. Get one of the kids in the crowd to spin it. Yeah, that way they all boot, they all hate the kid and not me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, they only hate you till the end of the night. You hand out all that cash and they love you again. It's great how it works. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because we started out at ten thousand uh, to win that Superstar class, and um, we kicked it up to to twelve thousand this year. I actually announced that on Crash Course Live. Thank you for that platform. And then uh, I said, you know what? We have such a high interest. I don't think anybody would complain about more money. Let's add another 25 entries and make it 15000 So it's actually 15000 to win. But to be honest with you, like that's just the beginning of, of where we're at. I mean, we're paying out around $72,000 throughout this weekend coming. And 
from top to bottom, it's going to be exciting. I mean, I'm actually really excited for just the bone stock compact heat. I know a lot of those guys get a lot of flack. They're all their filler classes. Well, not at our show. At Dead Man, everybody's important. Everybody gets treated like a king. Like, we are so excited to see what some of these Reapers are going to do in that class. I mean, it's bone stock, but I know four guys are absolutely foot to the floor going to send it in that class. I can't wait. I don't yeah. like the term filler class. I don't have a no. problem with the term support class. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're supporting. I just the, hate it. I don't like because, the, I don't like the filler term, though. Yeah. No, well, sure. I, came, I came from those filler classes, if you will. If you, if you want to call them a filler class, I was that. And I still run those. And I hated feeling like... Like, I remember sitting in a tech line. I would never, ever say where it was, but I sat in the tech line. And, you know, I was talking about something, you know, with my car and... You know, thing, and one of the officials looked at me and said, "Oh, shut up! You're just a filler class anyway." Wow. And I'm like, "Oh man!" And I was like, "If I'm ever a promoter one day, I would never do that to my guys." Like it made me feel like two inches tall, and I was like, "Man, I hate that." Because let me tell you right now, like this guy doesn't know that this little filler class car that I'm running—it was a compact I was running. I was like, "This little compact I ran out of town." I brought 15 people through the gate just to watch me run yep. in, in the grandstands, and I brought seven people in the pits to help me work on the car. And I'm like, dude, I just basically paid for, like, your entire payout for my class because they're only paying $500 to win mm-hmm. by the people I brought through the gate. Like, don't, don't make fun of filler classes. Don't make fun of compacts. Don't make fun. We love every single class equally. The big money classes, they just attract a different breed of people, like – in my opinion, is one of those guys. He's about as close to a NASCAR driver as they get in the demolition derby world. Right. He looks the part. And when he talks about it as a professionalism thing, like he does, he's got his sponsors. He has his setup. It's nice. It's neat. It's clean. He he likes the old school. Just show up and drive and and put the wheel in my hand and I'm going to beat you. And then we also have in our sport those guys that are like you know he referred to the old hillbilly kind of things. We do have that you know, reputation of being that redneck, you know, no teeth, no, no education kind of, it isn't like that anymore. You know, even, even your guys with the big beards, the big beer bellies and everything, you know, like you're, you're, you're cut from that kind of cloth guys. They are geniuses and what they can come up with, with, with do these cars. It ain't a redneck thing anymore. No, that's for sure. You know, and that's the thing. I mean, we've, you know, Chris and I have been lucky. We've, we've been to a lot of shows and, and seen a lot of stuff. And I'm here to tell you that some of the best heats I've ever watched were the support heats, because you know they're you know they're 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 in a, thankfully a lot of the support heats are getting better payouts now, but I mean they're guys that come in and they just you know they they go come in and put on a show and they're happy with what they get and you know it isn't you know that there isn't as much drama and it's 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 almost more pure you know what I mean like you don't have you know, this guy's working with this guy and this and that. It's just, you know, guys show up and go, hey, I'm going to go out and I'm going to drive the hell out of this thing. And if I happen to win, then that's great. You know, and that's, you know, we've we've seen some great runs in support classes. Um, you know, and I, and I agree. I, I definitely, you know, I I like them. Um, you know, there is there is one support class that if I never watched it again, I would, uh, I would be okay with that, but I would never say it over air. So uh, you guys could guess, but... Uh, but I mean, for the most part, I mean, we've seen some great filler runs. I mean, sometimes you, you know, you, the, the guys that are supposed to be putting on the show don't, you know, and we've uh, yeah. we've 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 been exposed to that firsthand, and it's and it's it seems hard. Like the less of the build, the, the the less 
build time required to run it, the more likely it gets lumped into that filler class. You're not going to walk up and tell the outlaw cars, you know, yeah. the, the Clausens and um, or uh, Matt Tice, who mm-hmm. was driving the Songaluski car, yeah. that they're going for 2,500 to win in that in that mod class the, at uh, Capital City Carnage a couple years back. You're going to tell you're going to tell them that they're a filler class? No, yeah. no. It just that, that that phrase doesn't even cross your mind. Yep. You know, and yep. and it just it goes back to what that comment was. I can't remember who said it about the whole, uh, um, um, you know the the fact that the the kick the windows out class is yeah. looked down on. I mean, everybody me. walks away by the the, the wire classes are mm-hmm. the class of the show oh, yeah. on Saturday at at, uh, at Bash for Cash. Oh yeah, I mean that's you know I I would go out on a, a limb and it's you know. The the 70s wire class is one of the most looked upon, looked forward to classes at Basher Cash because those guys are nuts. And it doesn't matter who the guys are because they've, it's not like it's been the exact same guys year after guys or gals year after year. I mean, they show up and those guys just bring it. You know, and that's that's the different people entering. It's the same people winning. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, Tiffany and, and, uh, and Mike haven't won in a little while, but uh, they sure the money came back to New York. Yeah, because Adrian, so. and, Adrian and that group keep cleaning house everybody wants to steer clear of them now yeah um tj we have a logistics question for the schedule what time is the autograph session that you were going to be hosting at uh buried alive alex vasco wants to know because he's got to get the camera set up <laughs> oh my gosh oh my lord here we go you always got them in the crowd out there they always heckling <laughs> Autograph. Listen, he doesn't have to pay for one. Tell him if he if he kind of like gets me at the right time, I might just sign his hat or something like that and move on. I, I don't want to make Alex, you know, pay for one. But oh my, let me touch back on what you were talking about. Ignore that one. Um, you, the, I, I love the the wire classes because I participated in a lot of wire classes. The only thing I hate about them is I hate the actual being in the ninety degree heat wiring a car is miserable. But it, it does. It does make you have to drive differently, and I, I agree. Bash for cash. When we would go to bash for cash, I was like, I don't care what other class I, I'm in the tech line for or whatnot. But I'm telling you right now, if I'm in tech and the in the the '70s wire class is on the track, I'm leaving. They can tech my car. I'm going and watching it. <laughs> like I am gonna watch that. It is one of the most iconic classes ever. It lived up this year. Andrew Myers stood the nose of that Cadillac so high. Oh my gosh, it was. It was wonderful, and yes, watching you know Tiffany and and uh, Mike you know Klinger go at it out there, and and they they had a great run for a couple of years out there. That was a great show, but yeah, the wire classes do not get enough credit. And I'm telling you, you watch our bone stock, I think you're going to see uh, an amazing, amazing show. We have a lot of local guys here that like to put on a show and can drive, and we got a lot of out of towners coming for that bone stock. And I know a couple of them are in that Unified Point Series uh, Mad Dog Chase. I don't want to give too many names away, but. You might be able to figure that one out. <laughs> um, TJ, just a little off topic, but I, I, I got to ask you before it slips my mind. Um, is the trophy from uh, Iron City National still sitting in the living room? I, I still haven't taken it off, man. I can't put it on the mantle. All right, just making sure. Yeah. It, and that, you know, it's one of those things where, like, you know, that was a huge win for me. Um, it, was, it was huge for for just – just feeling feeling good about where I am in my in my spot in, in demolition derby as, as I refer to as the mid tier and you know trying to climb up to that next next level and 
um, it was just a, it was a good one. And man, I tell you, I think about it every single day. I, I haven't even touched the car yet um, <laughs> to like cut it apart. I actually. I actually got in it and took it off the trailer after I finally got it back on the trailer, Chris, because last time we talked, I got it stuck halfway on the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, got it off the trailer and set it on the ground, and my buddy has a has a junkyard. And I said, hey, do you mind if I run this thing a little bit into some of these cars? And he was like, go ahead, man. He said, just don't break anything. And I'm like, okay. So I just I went back in there and for like 10 minutes just beat the living daylights out of pre-ran derby cars with that thing, just having a blast. Because I just wanted to just be in the car again. <laughs> That's terrific. That's an awesome story. Oh, so much fun. The, the only bad part was is I actually hit one of my W bodies a little bit uh, further up than I wanted to and absolutely laid the wheel completely over and broke it. So, Whoops. It is what it is. I'd uh, If I was you, I'd, I'd set that out in the front yard and put Christmas lights on it, but, you know, that's just me. <laughs> I I said the same thing in front of my in front of my son, and my wife looked at me and she rolls her eyes and I'm like no. And Brooks was like, "Oh my gosh, that's a great idea!" And I and I just looked at him and I said, "Ask mommy if it's okay." <laughs> Absolutely, because she could tell you no, but she's probably not going to tell him no, so it'll work out. Exactly. So you know, maybe it's still put together because we'll have a nice yard decoration. But I'm sure my neighbors already hate all my lawn decorations. They have no. They're like, "What in the world is this guy doing all year long?" Yeah, I, I know that feeling. <laughs> Kayla, is, Kayla's in the chat, and she's she's not a fan of your advice. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I won't be in Maryland this weekend, so you know she won't be able to throw anything at me or anything. So we're good. Oh, shout out to her though. I got to say it over the air for everybody listening. She is absolutely incredible. If anybody thinks that I do this on my own, they are crazy. She does so much to make Dead Man work. That's the Dead Girl right there, un- unveiling an awesome full line of Dead Girl apparel this weekend, which is going to be absolutely awesome. Um, she's she's the face of the trailer. Um, she's my queen, and she's the only reason that I am able to do what I do for everybody. So if you if you like something I'm doing, it's because she's doing something good on the other end and making me uh, the man I am. So shout out to her. I love you, baby. Cool. Jerry Blades in the the chat, taking a different perspective on stuff. I like it. It's always good to have some some debate in there. So, Jared, appreciate you listening and and hanging out with us for a little while. Uh, Hunter Wood, he did the Christmas lights a couple years ago, and it was a hit on his street. The Snyder uh, brothers used to do it years ago because they they lived near each other, so they'd park cars in their front yards. It's cool. You should do it. Yeah. I don't got one car. I'm not like a lot of these guys that have a lot of cars to choose from that they won that they can decorate their front lawn with. I, you know, like I haven't had many big wins and everything like that. So I'm sure there's other guys out there like you know Jonathan Hyman with his 105 and a half cars he could put on his front lawn and celebrate <laughs> all this. <laughs> you know, you'd have a hell of a Christmas uh, decoration going on there. No doubt. Very good. Well, we uh, real quick. Well, we got an opportunity. We have a live update on the points. Uh-oh. Actually, the points website for Mark Elliott hadn't been updated with this weekend from uh, the last Smash show. Stephen Sickle still up front with 166. Mason Stacy still with uh, 106. Terry Abadi up to 90 points now. Um, Dan Roos with 74. Jordan Rutherford with that win jumps up into a tie for fifth. 66 points for Jordan and for Ricky Duggins there. So just making sure that we keep that uh, as accurate as we can. We got that information out there as well. Uh, buried alive again it's three-day show this weekend it's the 15,000 to win um, super stock event 
down there in Cumberland, Maryland. You can jump online and find out more with uh, Dead Man Derby, or you can look TJ up. I'm sure he's not doing anything this week. He'll be able to answer your <laughs> messages uh, post-haste, be able to get all those, those details cleared up. Uh, it's going to be aired live on Track Shot, right? It's going to be out there for all three days. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. So if you can't make the trip down. Sounds like Alex is taping as well. Alex is going to be taping. He always loads his stuff up after the fact. He's got trackside views with that. So you can watch it live, then you can go on demand and watch it there, and, and we'll be back here again on, on a couple weeks to give the full recap on that because we are uh, – we are knocking on the door of Blizzard Bash too. We haven't even begun going through the teams and stuff, so we got to kind of kind of break some of that stuff down. Um, I think we've got I think we've got one more Monday before we start worrying about Blizzard Bash. Yeah, we've got I think we've got one. Nope, we got one more Monday on the first, and then uh, so we'll be able to break all that stuff down and then we'll start looking at some teams from Blizzard Bash. It's uh, it's going to be. Busy couple of weeks, and then, then we get to get into some of the fun part of the season where we get to talk about people and their backgrounds and the stories instead of just wins and shows that are coming up. So mm-hmm. that'll be pretty good. Uh, TJ, any final thoughts here before we let you go? Uh, guys, I just thank you. Um, I know you guys, if you're if you're taking a minute just to kind of listen here and you're in the garage and you're not sure if you're going to get it done, keep working away. You don't want to miss it. Um, guys, if you've never witnessed Dead Man in person, you got to come see it. It's going to be absolutely awesome. I'm going to I'm going to entertain you from start to finish. Do anything I can guarantee. You might love me or hate me, but I will entertain you. I guarantee that. Um, other than that, guys, I just really appreciate the platform to continue to progress Dead Man all across the country with what you guys do. Um, really wish we were getting to see you guys this weekend soon enough. I know. Um, just uh, I know you guys are super pumped. We got a lot of New York guys coming down. Um, I I got a question for you. Do you think the money's coming back to New York? Yes. yes. It is. It's coming back. I think so. I know they've been calling it out. I, there's a lot of great drivers coming. I have a feeling there's a lot of checks going to be written and heading back to New York. So you guys will have your <laughs> your plate full with those guys. <laughs> It'd be just fine. Yep. Good problem to have. Absolutely, guys. Well, God bless you all. You have a wonderful evening. It's good talking to you. You have too. Have a good one, TJ. All right, bye. We, uh, we're running a little bit late. Well, you know, it's part of the deal. Happens sometimes. It's a nice part of being on a Monday. There's nobody else coming in. True. Cody is uh, Cody's frustrated that we're making him wait. I told him around 645, and here it is 657. He's threatening to not take my call now. If he's not important enough, why did we even schedule him? All that, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Best show on the East Coast, says Chad Friend. Interesting. Hmm. Hey, Cody, let me put you in. So there's uh, Cody Coke joining us here online. Cody's got all sorts of stuff uh, going on in the last uh, 48 hours or so. We learned a little bit more about uh, the battle at Daytona, and then, as, as we said here, the, the, the Turkey Derby show is going to be changing. Also, the virtual Blizzard Bash was this weekend, and, and Coke Fabrication, Coke Racing, uh, the team pulled down the W in the, the national bracket, and we also had uh, four teams winning their way into the national bracket after a couple teams were dropped out because wow. of, of, of losses. So Team Prodigy, Marty Sager, Lee Sager, that group, they all won their way in, so they're going to be in the draw in 2022. Team Ruts Fab, which is Nick King and his group, they won their way into the national draw next year. Uh, Cody's Custom Paint, which is Cody Rates and Dylan Pies, that group, those mm-hmm. guys won their way in. And the Gladiator Pit, which is James McLean from right here in Waterloo. He worked with uh, uh, John Alexander 
Trey Welch and uh, Hitman Homan from Nebraska. Those guys won their way in too. So the the bracket getting a little bit more thick and more intense. Nice. But uh, for for Cody helping his team pull down that two thousand dollar payday, and and I heard a number of times through the course of the weekend where after guys finished, just exasperation, just like I need to go wash my hands because my hands are so sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> Which was really funny, Cody. Uh, how did the the final minutes play out there for you on the the virtual Blizzard Bash? The final minutes. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure who was breathing for me because I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the intensity certain certainly amped up um, for the course of that one. It it came down to. Cody and Kelby Miners, and as, as good as the show was, all weekend ended up with a bumper stuck on a quarter panel. So it was sort of this bang bang play and trying to make everything, you know, work out so that it was fair for everyone. It was really really intense in the last little so bit. A little sticky. A little, uh, no, not not sticky like the old days. Um, just happened to be a bumper got up into a pillar and, oh. and hung up that way. So it was a matter of controlling, and did you turn into it? Whose hit was it? So it got a little, got a little spirited there at the end. Um, <laughs> but the, the the and who hasn't been to a blizzard bash when it didn't get spirited at the end, right? Sometimes they get spirited. I, I was when I was watching that play out. I was thinking of Sam Williams standing on the wall when uh, Team Kansas and Team IFD came to arrest nose to nose against the dead car, and I was like, this is <laughs> no one's gonna, no one's having fun right now. <laughs> Yeah, but it was it was it was really cool. Uh, Hunter Wood didn't get a chance to run with the team. Uh, Jeremiah Nightsall, uh, Connor Hodson, uh, and Jacoby Manuel. Right? I get everybody right. Nope. No, I didn't. <laughs> nope. That was the Wiggs team. That wasn't even the right team. Who did you drive yeah. with? Justin <laughs> Nugent, Jacoby Manuel, Earl Raffet, myself. That's it. Yep. Yep. I apologize. Earl Earl was the guy that won Bash for Cash earlier this year. Nice. Yeah, so he's he's had a pretty good year. Doing all right. But uh, this time of the year, it gets a little bit busy for Cody. Unfortunately, not going to be able to make the trip out to Blizzard Bash, but you got some more stuff coming down the line. Uh, it's going to keep you occupied from now till the end of the year. Yep. We got uh, Turkey Derby not too long after Blizzard Bash, which makes for a pretty busy month for this family. And then... Not that long after that, at New Year's, we got the Daytona Beach Show, which I'm really excited about and a little nervous because, you know, derby cars on the beach, but it's cool. I think derby cars on the beach is a little misleading. The surface is concrete. There's not going to be any discussion about sand or surface or packing or, or base or clay or equine arena any of that stuff you guys are running on the concrete which is there's there's yeah. some drivers that that's a completely new concept to them they just haven't been around it back in the day it, it used to happen fairly frequently yeah we have uh seen the struggles over the years from when iron city promotions had it and when they asked us to take it over you know we really appreciated it they thought of us first and um we all agreed on the team that under no circumstance would we ever make the drivers run on a track surface that wasn't going to hold up. Concrete so, will do that. Concrete fixes that. You're not going to dig a hole. Nope. I think you ought to make it really interesting and cover it with Coke syrup so everything gets super bite. You'll be pulling Probably wheelies too. out there. 
That would be awesome. <laughs> well, that. And, Go ahead. Uh, for any drivers that are listening that have been asking, we are going to put soapy water down because I know um, there were mentions of a few drivers getting hurt recently on asphalt tracks and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, a track that is properly watered and soaked, you're not going to run into that. It's just like running on anything else. Sometimes it's even slower pace. Um, so our big thing is going to be safety in mind. We're going to make sure that you're not going way too fast down the track and trying to hit somebody in the front side of their headrest from the back end and putting them through a wall and everything else, you know. And Blue Dawn smells cool when it boils. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the soaked tracks on the asphalt, there's nothing. You know, you, you get those those side shots where you try to sway the frames of the nose. They're running a, a, a stock class, and there's a, a 70s class. There's some, some minis and then a two-man extreme class. You get on a clay surface, not quite like Blizzard Bash. Blizzard Bash is, is more along the lines of, of like the concrete. Yeah. But you get on a dirt track like the county fair, you get a, a hit from the side, and it sways, and the wheels hook in and they start causing all kinds of chaos this here on the concrete you might just make the hits and the car's just going to slide out of the way it's just going to keep circling around you're going to see the you're going to see the blizzaks doing more work than the ag tires are you know yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the tire of choice is down there so that is going to be yeah, december 31st and january 1st it's new year's eve and new year's day at that uh ocean center arena um in daytona beach it's there are some registration spots still available in the 70s class and in the two-man class. Uh, Coke Racing Promotions has uh, that available on, on the online website. And before we get down there and get the chance to do that, you've got the Turkey Derby, which has moved this year. I caught little pieces of that and, and forgot about updating it for the, for the stuff on the Unified Point Series spot. That has moved to Wabash this year. Yep, Wabash is uh, actually our hometown. Oh, okay. So is that is that just something of a bit of a throwback? The opportunity came up to to move it closer to home, and and you took that opportunity. Yeah, we um, had to make some moves. Uh, you know, things happen, and we decided. You know, why not take the the fifth show from us doing it in Tim's name back to our hometown because mm-hmm. it was available and they wanted to work with us and it was just something cool to do. I think um, I think there's going to be a lot of locals that remember watching a lot of the a lot of the classic drivers that still come to the Turkey Derby because they remember running when Tim Tiger had it. Mm-hmm. That's uh, was it the twenty seventh and the eighth? Yeah, twenty seventh and the twenty eighth. It's the weekend right after Thanksgiving. Yep, and that's going to be in Wabash. The Coke Promotions Turkey Derby going to be the twenty seventh and twenty eighth, and then we are literally ending the year with a derby and starting it within a couple hours of each other yeah. <laughs> with the battle at Daytona Beach, yep. which. I think there was a couple of New Year's Eve derbies attempted a couple of years ago. Um, there was one in Idaho, 
and I think Johnny Gullo tried to do one, and I think Sam Williams had one at one point as well. Uh, the New Year's Eve derbies. It's just I know cool. We that, talked about doing one at the parking lot at Holiday Inn. What? We talked about doing one at the parking lot at Holiday Inn. Yeah, a little different story. Oh, well, these, yeah. these these were actual derbies oh, instead right. of just yeah. <laughs> instead of somebody winning a raffle car and deciding to go. Story for another time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that sometime when the microphone aren't, microphones aren't on. But, uh, yeah, I think it's cool that that's coming back. And, and, honestly, from where we live, there's probably not a much better place to be than in Daytona Beach in, in January, December and January, because up here it's not all that pleasant, really. No, it's a little chilly usually. Yeah. And uh, I've had a lot of people that, were actually um, not having to beg their wives to let them travel halfway across the country to go to a derby, but the wives were trying to talk the guys into building a car to go halfway across the country because they wanted a nice vacation out of it with the kids. Yep. That's, that's <laughs> happy wife, happy life, man. If you, you know, yep. you can convince somebody to go to Daytona and happen to smash a car, that's, that's a good deal for everybody. That's awesome. Uh, is there anybody that's helping make those shows, those shows possible? Uh, I know you guys got quite the team around you in terms of the the, the planning team and the, the the grounds crew and everything that makes the show actually get off the ground. You got any sponsors or anybody that you want to recognize for those two events? Yeah, uh, it's a long list, and I know I won't remember everybody. So if you will help me know who you are, and I appreciate it. Um, a few particular people that stand out is Nick Glassburn with OFR. Has always backed us. He's always been around the family. He's a great dude and would literally give you his last of anything in the world if you only had one of and needed a second. Like, he would do anything. Um, the whole Glassburn family is that way. They're really great. Um, of course, Pork Chop and <laughs> everything he does. You know, if he's not working the track in or helping run a loader or <laughs> telling the drivers they need to wrap it up so he can watch the kicker class so that he can drive clear all across the country to go to work cooking I mean Chop does it all yes he does for sure <laughs> awesome uh, we'll jump online if you're looking for additional details on those two shows uh, Coke Racing Promotions just throw it into there's there's information on Facebook there's information on the uh, on the old internets as well and you can get ticket information for the uh, battle at Daytona Beach and also uh, registration information for those two classes that still have open spots and uh, of course Cody and the Cody and the crew congratulations on the win Jacoby Manuel taking one of the Mad Dog awards through the course of the weekend which was great to see uh, at the virtual Blizzard Bash and uh, Dustin Nugent he had a heck of a run going in that one and 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 Earl Reef man you can't you can't second guess Earl he's a he's a heck of a driver in his own right and, and Cody hopefully um, hopefully everybody left happy for the most part I know there was some discussions happening there at the end uh, Kelby Miners and the team PB and J and Ham crew uh, Bryson Valentine uh, Parker Michaels and uh, Fathead J Arnold uh, coming away with second place it was it was a battle man it was just like watching Blizzard Bash there's Sweet. half the cars went to the top of the track and it was a team four on four and then down at the bottom it was four on four it was it was it was really cool it was nice. a lot of fun it's awesome yeah, just everybody that mattered walked away happy. Um, PB&J, I do not fault them at all for being a little upset. I mean, it's a tough position, you know. It's 
no, no one wants to go that far and through all those battles and almost win. You know what I mean? In a one-on-one, I get it. You know, there's no hard feelings between us. Um, everybody will simmer down and stuff. Um, I was super proud of how that team performed this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually ended up facing them earlier last year, and they had a lot of tough luck. And um, I don't know what they did very well last year. And seeing them come back. It not only make the feature, but battle for second place and really make a sweat for it. I mean, it was really cool to see the improvement. There's a couple teams this year in the at the virtual Blizzard Bash that really turned some heads. Parker, Parker's crew there, PB and J and Ham. Um, that circles the Derby products and Ham Derby products getting behind that team and and Kelby Miners driving with that team. Uh, he took the car down to second place as the the lone represent the last representative from that crew. Those guys, um, they went through without losing until they got down to the to the finals. They had the winners bracket opening round, second round, bang bang, they got through, um, nice. and and they did uh, they did pretty well. And then there was the A team. Uh, that was a bunch of the Canadian drivers uh, got together, and Mitch Poisson and Dale Case, Travis George. Uh, those guys had a, a a heck of a weekend. Uh, really turned some heads, and and they almost. Uh, they're going to be a a group to reckon with when they get when they get some momentum going. Um, yes. Dale even brought a shocker, which was cool. You know that was can't that was beat that. See. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was an outstanding weekend. A lot of time, a lot of time at the computer, a lot of a lot of graphic time trying to keep everybody updated on stuff. But it was it was a ton of fun, and it it served its purpose. Got everybody talking about Blizzard Bash because it's it, it's coming. Hang on, it's only about two weeks away. <laughs> Are you ready for that? Yeah, <laughs> two weeks away. I bet you there's a bunch of builders out there that aren't. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. How's Jason? I'm sure he doesn't like it every time you say how many weeks there is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that I am. I I trust. I think I think probably Crete Low and uh, sixteen national teams and sixteen qualifying teams feel the same way. The limited well teams, they're probably no happier to hear about it, unless yeah. the compact crew. Uh, oh yeah, we've had. Basically two years to build for it, and everybody's still coming down to the wire. Mm-hmm. For sure. Awesome. Well, Cody, man, I appreciate you coming and hanging out for a little while. Congratulations again to the team. Sorry about muffing the punt there. Uh, tried to try to get all those names mentioned again in, in proper order for Jacoby, Earl, Dustin, and Cody coming with the win there in Virtual Blizzard Bash. Any any final thoughts? Um, I just wanted to thank Hunter Wood, American Beans, um, he did more than anyone could know for that team. He may not have been in a car on there, but he was there in testing nights. He was helping people with builds. Um, he basically paid the way for us to run. I mean, he did as much as bringing the car down to the end as much without actually having a car there. I mean, he did everything for us. And he was the last representative for Coke IFD last year. He took second yeah. place, and nice. the the, yep. the last representative for that team last year. So and, and uh, just I was so proud of the teammates. I knew that we had acquired a team that was almost like cheating, but I was so <laughs> proud of them for their performance. I mean, Fluffy has won 
a ton of shows, and I believe he won the Kicker Classic Bash for Cash. Mm-hmm. And Earl won the Turnabout the Clock Classic Bash. And I got second to him. Um, and Dustin is always a strong competitor, and he's been around, I think, longer than all three of us on the game. He's one of the originals. So. Right. Yes. That's true. I felt pretty good with the team like that. I got a little nervous when Earl got out at the end. I was like, no, not my money, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's hoping that next year in 2022, you uh, you draw a PBJ and Ham in the opening round. I would rather not. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Tiffany's still hanging out there in the live chat. Oh, man. I can't believe it's 7.15 already. Yeah, time flies. 374 <laughs> flying through. Uh, Cody, man, again, congratulations. Appreciate you coming on and hanging out with us here for a little while. We're gonna, uh, we got to get out of here and make some, make some space for the folks that got to get in here after us. All right. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you coming on, Cody. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, fellas. See you now. Good one. Cody Coke, Team Coke, getting ready to host a couple derbies here coming up in the coming weeks. And uh, Jason staying busy, getting ready for um, Blizzard Bash. Blizzard Bash. And Cody winning in the virtual Blizzard Bash. Jason even popped in the live chat on the stream a couple times last night. During the that's cool. It made me get really, really nervous. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Hey, guess what? That's not a train. Nope. I don't know if you can hear the sirens or not outside. It's uh, might be a good time to pack it up and get out of here. Everybody, appreciate you hanging out and with us for a little while. It's nice to be back on a Monday, back to getting a little bit of regular schedule. We should be back here again next Monday. God willing, we'll be God here. Willing. Appreciate everybody hanging out again. Uh, congratulations, everybody, on the weekend. Go have some fun down there at Buried Alive 2 with uh, Dead Man Derbies. We'll see you next time. Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who hosts Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FigureLakes1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York.